0: I thought initially it was clear-cut. I was like, oh,
1: yeah, this would
2: be easy. You're happy? She had appies. Oh, appies. Apples. Apples. It's her app. <laughs> she had apps.
0: Is it recording
2: her? Are we recording? Thanks. Yes, yeah, so this is after Global. Talk about my... Can I throw something at you? Rants, yeah. <laughs> Not literally throw something at you. No, kind of what you were saying with that story with Peter... And you know, when Jesus says, Get behind me, Satan, if I'm not mistaken, I pretty much think that Satan in the Bible, like we as Christians in like probably the last three or four hundred years, that turned Satan into a literal bad <clears throat> demon, you know, evil thing, where Satan really is just a word for like a deceiver, someone mm-hmm. who deceives. Mm-hmm. So when Christ was saying, Get behind me, Satan, he was just saying, Get behind me, you deceiver. Like you're deceiving people in what you're saying. And I think we look at we my friend who's a pastor overseas says we give Satan and the idea of Satan too much power mm-hmm. and presence in our life when we're like, Well they're because ha- 'cause they're like in most people's minds we're like if there's a good like a yin yin, if there's a good right. there has to be a bad mm-hmm. and in a lot of religions they're like that, but it's like you see Jesus in the scripture And then it's like, well, since there obviously is this good God, there has to be in essence this bad God, but yet you read in Scripture that Satan really doesn't have that much power. Right, yeah. So is it like, is Satan like a force? Is it an entity? Right. Or is it more of like negative thinking? Uh Uh-huh. Of where like you're deceiving yourself. So so I think with like, the way I look at Satan, I don't believe in like a literal devil, boogeyman, whatever, Mm -hmm. but I think to me... Like Satan is like when you're going back to like scripture is like when Jesus says, Get behind me, Satan, it's like get behind me like deceiver, like whenever you deceive yourself or you deceive others. Yeah. In essence you're being a Satan little S because mm-hmm. I don't think there's a capital S Satan. Yeah. So I think we as Christians in the last number of centuries have made like Satan into this like evil boogeyman right. of like, well there has to be good, there has to be bad. Yeah. And then, like, when you talked about Job, you know, when people are like, oh, well, Satan really did that. I'm like, is Job really about God and Satan, like, having this duel? Yeah. Or is it really that Job got everything taken away, unfortunately, and is Job more about suffering? And, like, how do you, if all this shit happens in your life... Mm-hmm. And you have suffering, which is the ultimate suffering. What are you going to do with right. it? Are you going to stay steadfast in your faith, mm-hmm. or are you just going to crumble and fall? Yeah, that's a good way to articulate. Because yeah,
0: going—it's uh, interesting about the yin yang thing. Going into it, that's what I was thinking: is like, okay, we'll just talk about the opposite of love. Like if God is love, then what's the opposite of love? Is it's always like this yin yang, like opposing forces thing in, in our in our Western understanding of it with God and Satan. But then I started reading all this stuff, and it was like, man, it's not really. It's not like this clear cut, like, good versus evil. I and like I said, it sound, like what I'm saying sounds like I'm like pushing, Satan's not so bad in this story, but like, I just, I don't know, I'm just trying to, to understand the, the take on it, like, what was the intention of it, writing about this character. And it's an ancient character. It's an ancient, ancient,
3: ancient character. So I got not let you guys do today I think what you're trying to stress is that Satan or the devil is not what we think he is in contemporary terms. Right. I th- I still think he's a negative energy. Yeah, for sure. And, and for dark sure. energy, but not a literal, horned, entailed character that was right. portrayed in the Renaissance. Right. right. And Dante's Inferno.
4: Um,
3: you know, I still am not convinced that he's for the people.
0: Yeah. Um, no, I'm not trying to say... <laughs> swear to God, I'm not trying to say that. You're recorded. <laughs> um, oh, my God.
3: Like, oh. It's out there. What am I doing? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah. This going to get you now. <laughs> you're, the, you're, the, no, no. you're deceived. Okay. Are you the deceiver? I'm Golden sheep's clothing. But yeah, I, I think um, that does really... Beg the question, like introspectively, of you know, what is Satan to us? You know, how are we bringing ourselves yeah. down? Um, what are the influences that are, yeah, you know, swaying our actions and mm-hmm. thoughts and
0: stuff? So. What I was, you're helping me articulate it I honestly. Feel like, we you going do take two on this. What I was trying to ask is, I don't think, I think, if it, let's say, yeah, Satan is a negative thing, but I don't think it's as simple as just good versus evil. Yeah, I think I like, It's like, why is this a an negative yeah, thing? What is he doing? What's his motivator? And why is why do we not want to be that? Why do we not want to be a Satan, you know, lowercase s or whatever? Like, like what is he? Because it seems like a consistent thread in how he deceives. And it's like, how can we not be that? How can we not embody that? That's what I was trying to say. That's what I was trying to ask.
3: I got you. I was dancing around it.
0: though.
2: Thank you, Robert, for articulating that for me. I feel like I'm in class. Can I um, I go to the bathroom? Teacher, can I go to the bathroom? No, I think it would be interesting if you did continue to go, like if you are up here again in the future and you want to talk about Satan. Um, When I talk about Satan, I always think of the Carmen song. You remember that, Satan by the dust? Yeah. That's terrible. I just (laughs) use a Carmen reference the Carmen reference um, shows me my age. No, but like how we look at how other religions look at Satan specifically like the Judeo-Christian so like looking at like the Abrahamic religions like Christianity, Judaism, and Islam because I want to pretty much say that like in Judaism they're not hung up on like Satan and hell. Like I think most Jewish people don't really believe in a literal hell or like a literal Satan where somehow as Christians yeah. we're just like kind of like going to that yin yang like I'm good like we talked right. about a couple weeks ago where like I, there's so many family and friends of mine who were like well I'm a Christian because I have to do this 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 and this to get into heaven and we were like well I'm a universalist so I think everyone goes to heaven and then people use the, the phrase we're like well then why am I going to church why mm-hmm. am I doing this why am I doing that and it's Very like they miss the mark and I feel like when we focus so much on Satan, not saying it's bad to talk about, I'm like, you, you are, but like with me, I, at the end of the day, I'm like, to me, Satan is this like villain we've, mm-hmm. we've created as, as a religion mm-hmm. to say, hey, if you don't follow what we preach and teach... Then you're going to go to this bad place ruled by this bad entity or bad spirit or bad god named Satan. And it's, to me, it's like what? it's it's li- it's like a literary device when you read in like a book. Like there's a good person, a hero. There has to be an mm-hmm. anti-hero. There has to be a villain. And we have to realize that the Bible is literature, yeah. just as much as anything else. And so I I really look at it as like he's we're making him into this villain. Which is he really a villain? Yeah. Not saying I like him
3: or right. it or yeah. whatever it mm-hmm. is, but yeah. I agree. I think, like, the super conservative evangelical, you know, that whole wing needs Satan. Deeper. As a scapegoat. As yeah. a scapegoat. Because yeah. yeah. they can sure. separate from black and white. Yeah. You know, I'm here, they're there. Yep. And as long as I'm in this little bubble, everybody else is deceived by Satan. hmm mm-hmm. yeah. This that's fictional creature that they created. So yeah. that's very interesting. That's really good. Yeah.
4: It's like instilling fear the people that are messing up because they can't, like, or, I don't know, maybe people can't understand like where that's coming from, like, these evil spirits or something, so they have to yeah. explain it in a category like that and put mm. it away from them. Yeah. That like
0: a, and, like, simplify it, kind of.
4: Yeah. That's what I was trying
0: to say, is, like, I think we simplify, I'm not trying to <laughs> redeem the guy.
4: Yeah, I didn't think that you were. Okay. Ball, actually. I just heard myself talking,
0: I was like, what the hell <laughs> am I saying? <laughs>
4: I felt like it was kind of a checks and balances, like yeah. you know, like he's like when you were saying I haven't read that scripture, but when you were saying um that you're acting like a human world instead of being in like
3: oh, gods right. like that part, yeah.
4: that was kind of like a human world is like these temptations, these like unconscious urges or whatever that aren't supposed to be godlike, maybe. That was just my okay. interpretation
0: mm-hmm. of it. But. Materialism, maybe, or
4: yeah, because Job isn't like sinning, quote unquote, by
0: being rich, yeah. essentially. But then Satan's like, okay, well, what if we take away all that stuff? Then where's he at with you know, with his world? How's he going to treat people, you know? And his friends get more pissed off than him about him losing his whole family. Going. That's that's funny too. The the wording there to me is like, and and as the messenger was talking. This other guy comes in and like, they're all just like talking over each other. Like before he had finished talking, another messenger yeah. came in and said, Hey, by the way, uh, fire came from the sky and, and killed everybody. And, and this other guy runs in, like, oh, 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 every, Everything else is dead too. It's just like, Getting hit from all sides. Do you have anything, Kurt?
1: Yeah. I will. I find it interesting that. Peter is being called Satan because Peter is mm-hmm. supposedly the rock. the rock. I think Petra means rock. Yeah. Yeah. Peter He's mm-hmm. the rock that the church was built on. Mm-hmm. And so if that's the case, maybe it gives us the ability to be like, well, hey, church, you're sort of being a little S Satan right now. And, wait, and there was a crazy... That'll preach. Tie-in. Yeah.
4: There's a crazy tie-in <laughs> to the
1: Satanic Panic, as they call it, oh, yeah. I think from the 80s, where there's all these news stories, like Satanic cults are going after kids and killing them and doing all these weird things. Well, this Hail Satan question mark movie that I saw, or a documentary, Suggested that that whole satanic panic movement was really the church talking about bad things happening within the church itself, but they were projecting it outwards. Mm. So there was obviously this huge scandal of priests and young children where horrendous things were happening. That wasn't being put out into the news. Instead, it was this projection onto... Satan is doing all these weird things and Satan is doing yeah. where it's really a mirror reflecting upon the church itself. Wow. And that ties back into the right. church could be a little less Satan, mm-hmm. but they project it out into some big ass Satan instead. Yeah. But, Do you
0: think that's the
1: scapegoatism again? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're scapegoating their own
0: actions. Right. Or so they were at least. And with their own churns too. Yeah. You know, they they almost like create or sustain or like endorse the ideology of a of a figure of Satan to make it a scapegoat. Yeah. Like I don't see Satan. Like if I was if I was on a desert island, you know, without any human contact, I wouldn't come to a conclusion that there's a Satan. You know what I mean? But but that's uh, kind of create like I was saying I shouldn't even touched on virtual energies because like that's a whole thing and then I could, but, like, the whole idea of, like, a, a culture sustaining an idea or something, it's like they create the scapegoat. Luckily, I guess it's better than the Holocaust or something, like, using a whole people group as a scapegoat, but still there. But then, I guess they kind of are, because they're, they're saying, oh, you're possessed by by this thing. And so then you can apply that to anyone. Like, oh, they're just possessed or whatever. I, a year ago, I, I was staying with some, uh, some friends when I first moved out here, and, well, like... Uh, they're friends with, with my old uh, my old pastor, my old boss, because we used to work at a, a conservative church. And uh, but they put me up. They're great people, really nice people, no, nothing bad to say about them. But um, I, I, told, I told them about my, my depression and anxiety, and they're like, this sounds demonic. <laughs> and that can get, like that's fine if you think that, but like that can get in the way of treatment. Yeah. You know? And um, especially like, I am going to talk trash about this organization, uh, IHOP Inter- International House of Prayer. My, you never heard of them? I think it's more of a Midwestern or a Southern Midwestern thing. But I, uh, I heard pancakes. pancakes. Yeah, pancakes. Yeah, not the not the pancakes. Oh, really? International no. House of Prayer.
2: You've never really? heard
0: of that? It's
2: no. It's the it's most. A, it's twenty four seven. It's twenty four seven nonstop prayer. And like immersive ministry, yeah,
0: which is fine, which is great. Like you can go there whenever you want to pray or worship, and they do it. They have like a really cool style of uh, improvisational music. So like they don't do any rehearsed songs or anything. They have really good musicians, really good singers. They just make it up as they go. It's really cool flow. But then if you go into one of their prayer rooms, shit starts getting weird. They they don't believe in any mental health stuff. They like lay hands. They all about demonic. Uh, exorcisms and things like that so my little brother is type one bipolar really really intense like lithium is the only thing that keeps this kid in reality he has psychotic breaks about every three months and I might have to take this out of the podcast because it's a little bit personal I'm not gonna say his name or anything like that but but he has frequent psychotic breaks he's been hospitalized multiple multiple times for mental health stuff he goes there searching you know he's he's a, he was agnostic he's searching he's trying to figure out life or he's an atheist you know, whatever and they tell him to stop taking his meds, and they need to—he needs to come back, and they need to keep laying hands on him to exorcise him of the demons that are causing this. The kid is is sick. Not saying that negatively towards him; he's he's afflicted. He has chemical imbalances, hereditary. You can trace them back; they're all you know through my through my blood, on my, my mom and dad's side. And they're telling him to stop taking meds and to get hands laid on. That's a that that isn't the sickness there. I mean, yeah, fuck my health. <laughs> Sorry, I'll take that out too.
1: No. Um, I did want to say as well, uh, the idea that there needs to be some counterbalance to to God. There needs to be like the equal part Satan sort of mm-hmm. equation, or the idea of yin and yang that you mentioned. I think that that sort of idea of balance uh, really goes against the, the concept, I think, that has been espoused here multiple times, that there isn't wholeness in the universe. There's not completeness. There isn't some sort of... Balance that can be made. Things are messy, things are complex. Mm. You need to be doubting the way that things operate because they're elusive and they sometimes don't make sense right out the gate, or maybe they never make complete sense. But oftentimes in mainline Christianity, there's this idea that everything does make sense, that there is a whole picture, there is a complete narrative. And I think by breaking the idea that Satan is the counterbalance, mm. we're also breaking the idea that there is balance at all. Mm. maybe things are just complex and confusing, and maybe that's something we should embrace in and of itself. And, uh, and that sort of mentality helps us, I think, mm, when we're looking at the church mm-hmm. you know trying to think of the church as it's got its shit together and so the counterbalance doesn't so this Satan character or people that are that have called themselves like the Satanic temple that they must have things not complete mm-hmm. and figured out uh, mm-hmm. I don't know okay. I just think that by not having this picture of this is good, this is bad we're able to see the bad in the entities that call themselves good or in ourselves as well it's like we have a harder time scapegoating other people if we don't see ourselves as whole and complete and have it all figured out like maybe there's wrong within us that we need to deal with ourselves and not just project it out onto Republicans or onto Trump or onto Christians, or or, or onto on. other people. Like we, really we've different. got conflicts that need figured out. And yeah, we should see the Satan within and try to fix
0: ourselves. You know? That's good man. I, mean, I like it a lot. It's interesting too that it kind of we keep talking about. It, like it does create a scapegoat like talking about possession and stuff, but then it kind of also gives a free out to that scapegoat because like, it's not their fault, they're just possessed. So then once you get rid of the possession, then
3: you lose the scapegoat, like I don't know, like that's, that's an
0: abstract thing,
3: you know? Like, but they also think that you did something to be possessed. To be that. possessed, yeah. That's the whole thing, like you did something to be possessed. You touched
1: a Ouija board at one point.
0: Or something.
3: something. Yeah. Some channel. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or the iniquities of your what is it? Like the, the third and fourth generation. I don't remember, Your parents messed right. up. <laughs> <laughs> Which that's that's interesting verse. So we could get yeah. into later. No, I think that there's honestly a lot of validity in that. I like, think it kind of goes back to mental health stuff, like yes. genetics
0: and things like yes. that. Like you do inherit, and you inherit the cultural stuff. For, like I wouldn't be associated with Christianity if it weren't for the cultural I wouldn't come to that conclusion on my own. You know, I wouldn't come to decide that... Like I said, the whole desert island thing. Like I, I wouldn't decide Jesus was the Messiah. Unless this, he appeared. Hey, I'm the creator. Hi. <laughs> you know, you're not going to come to that conclusion on your own. If you inherit this. Which isn't bad. And we're going to... If any of us have kids or like, you know, interact with the next generation, we're, we're going to give them our baggage too to some extent. Sorry, I, I did want to say too about Job. Um,
1: Job didn't necessarily curse God and say like, you know, your puts you messed up, you shouldn't have done this, and I hate you. But he definitely gave him the what for. He was like, why, yeah. why are you doing this, dude? Mm-hmm. Like, I have been a good dude, yeah. oh, and oh. you're taking all this stuff away from me. Right, and I think Shilling even. My He calls God, like, I want to face my accuser. Mm -hmm. Like, come and explain yourself, dude. Mm -hmm. This makes no sense. Mm -hmm. And I think God comes back and he says, hey, you didn't curse me, but you did go a little too far by even questioning me. I think is God's response. I'd have to read it again. But, I don't know. That seems like a lame response by God. It's like, didn't you expect this guy to come to, at you and be like, yeah, come at me. hey, why would you do this to right. a guy that you claim is the best? The best, yeah. Yeah. Too. Like, why would you do this? And apparently it was because of a bet that God made. <laughs> yeah, that's a good
0: point. It's like, what are you doing, <laughs> what was the, God? What were the stakes there, I wonder?
1: Yeah. Yeah, what were they <laughs> A
0: thousand rupees.
1: Yeah. Can I get back into heaven, God, and yeah. with this one? But uh, I don't know. That's a really weird book. I think that's a weird book, isn't it? And once again, it's I like, I guess, the fact that it's not cut and dry. It, yeah. it brings up more questions mm-hmm. and answers, much like your sermon today. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, I just didn't want to leave that hanging. Like, Joe, maybe was in the. Or that was, like, still faithful after mm. all of it. He seemed to be, like, what the hell, dude? Yeah, I don't yeah. understand what right. you're doing. Yeah. Which maybe is better than cursing, you know? Yeah. It's better. But I think God still got mad at him for even questioning. So that leaves us in a rough spot. In fact,
0: mm. it's <laughs> the same God. For for either, sure. We question God a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I probably spent too much time on the tangent of uh, uh, Jacob. Yeah. But um, I thought that was worth pointing out though. I don't even if the Bible straight up said like never question God, I s I wouldn't be like, Oh well that's what it says, so I endorse that. But like I just thought it was important to point out that even in, in this book, you know, questioning God, wrestling with God isn't always discouraged. But he still got his hip. Like Yeah, he messed got up. missed it. Yeah, and it was kind of, it was kind of a low blow because he just like, bing, he just touched. He it says he touched. Was it his hip? I think. He, yeah, but
1: they were wrestling the whole time. Yeah, they were wrestling. The and then, but the, and then,
0: Jacob got the upper hand, and so he just went bing. Just yeah. Like aha! But then he still was like, "Let me go, dude." And he was like, "No, I'm not going to let you go unless you bless me." That's yeah. a weird one. It's super weird. Yeah. It's a weird one. Old Testament all. Pretty weird. Yeah i This is the first talk I've given and in used any Old Testament. I'm kind of proud of myself, honestly. <laughs> a little pat on the back for that. It's hard to talk about the Old Testament. Isaiah's not so bad, but um, it's problematic. It's got servant wives. What the hell is a servant wife? Jacob, the the, <laughs> the founder, like you know, his name is changed to Israel. Is you know, his name is essentially changed to judeo-christian western ideology and he has servant wives what is a servant wife that sounds worse than a concubine or something. i don't even want to know what that is and he gets you know he, he i guess i mean in the story he gets kind of messed over because he's trying to marry his cousin and he works for what like seven years is it ten years and uh his uncle gives him the wrong cousin and then he has to work for another seven years he marries leah and he wanted rachel he marries leah and then he has to work for another seven years to get ready to earn rachel what the hell is going on there
1: that's why you got to have a good lawyer good contract <laughs> <laughs> should have
4: gotten inviting
0: who well, yeah, created a lawyer is god or the devil
4: <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> a good lawyer is that an bro. <laughs> Any other thoughts, you guys? No, okay. Thanks for bearing with me. I will say, just as an afternote, I thought it was interesting. Uh, it's just to me, it is crazy the things that people uh, cling to, belief-wise. Because I, I, I was reading up, uh, as, you know, trying to find all these stories and stuff. There's uh, an Old Testament account. Well, it, was, it was an article by this young guy, young guy, like probably about or something like that, Um, and he was talking about uh, creationism. He's like, it is a fact. The earth is 6,000 years old and was created in a literal, like all caps, literal, six days. And he's talking about how Satan, um, he's like, and we know for a fact that Satan was cast down from heaven after the perfect earth was created, approximately 100 years into the life of Adam. 100 years after the earth was created, Satan was, it's just like, Let's talk about something else. Like, it's fine if you think that, but, like, why do you write an articles about this? Yeah. Like, what's your point? I don't know. Whatever. Okay.
3: Thanks, guys. Hang around and talk to each other. <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> nice meeting you. Happy
4: to meet you, too. There. Nice chat. Hey, I mean, yes. I thought it was really good. Thank you. I actually didn't think you were promoting something okay. Anyway, <laughs> So, as, so <laughs> that was my interpretation. Okay, I appreciate that. It's good to hear. Yeah. Have you?
3: See yeah. A
4: post-Christian yeah. production.